Hi, Rebels. This Financial Literacy Month, Rebel Girls teamed up with Greenlight, the debit card and money app for families, to bring you everything you need to be smart with your money and to build healthy habits that last a lifetime. With a Greenlight debit card and money app of their own, kids learn to make smart choices with every penny, whether you're saving for something special or learning to invest. Greenlight gives kids the power to be independent and grown-ups can trust that their kids have money wherever they are. Sign up at greenlight.com slash rebelgirls to get your first month at no cost and start building money confidence for life. Hey, Rebels. Sit back, relax, close your eyes if you want to. We're about to explore four different Rebels who may not have lived in the same time or place but they're connected to each other by their rebel spirit and vision. While you listen, see if you can find the connections between these stories as we take you around the world and back again, traveling through time, space, and possibilities. First, we travel back in time to ancient Egypt to meet a pharaoh who history tried to erase. Hatshepsut. Long before Cleopatra, a woman ruled Egypt for 25 years. Her name was Hatshepsut, and she was the first woman to ever become pharaoh. At the time, the idea of a woman being pharaoh was so strange that Hatshepsut had to act as though she was a man in order to convince Egyptians that she was their legitimate leader. She proclaimed herself king and not queen and canceled the female suffix in her name. She wore men's clothes and sometimes even put on a false beard. Hatshepsut reigned longer and more successfully than any other pharaoh in all of Egyptian history. But apparently that wasn't enough. 20 years after she died, someone tried to erase her from history. Statues of her were smashed and her name was removed from the records. Why? Because a female pharaoh freaked people out. What if her success encouraged other women to seek power? Thankfully, it's not so easy to erase the memory of someone immortalized in stone. Enough traces of her life and work remained for modern archeologists to piece together her story. Hatshepsut's mummy, wrapped in linen and perfumed with resins, had been removed from her original grave and hidden, but it was found in the Valley of the Kings a few years ago. Next, a rebel who devoted her life to ending war. Simone Weil. Simone could not understand war. Why would one country want to attack another? she asked. She was a Jewish girl living through the Second World War, one of the most violent conflicts the world had ever seen, and her whole family had been deported by the Nazis to a concentration camp. By the time the war came to an end, Simone had lost her mom, her dad, and her brother. She had witnessed so much injustice that she felt a great urge to do something about it. She studied law and became a judge in France. 
Simone got married to a man who worked in aeronautics. One day, the French president visited their home to ask her husband if he would like to join the government. By the end of the president's visit, it was Simone who was offered the job. She became the health minister in the president's cabinet. When France and other countries decided to unite their citizens in the European Union, Simone ran to become a member of the European Parliament. She won and even became its first president. As president, Simone focused on reconciliation, even when that meant working with Germany, whose Nazi regime had once caused so much pain to her people. But she knew war was not, and had never been, an answer. She believed that peace and justice were worth fighting for. Simone thought that was what the European dream was about, and she devoted her life to it. The idea of war was for me something terrible, Simone Weil once told a journalist. The only possible option was to make peace. I have to tell you about my friend Penelope. She is hilarious. She only eats cheese doodles and canned beans, and she loves to sing and fly through walls. Wait, did I tell you that Penelope is my imaginary friend? Well, she is, but she's totally real to me. Anywho, Penelope and I are very excited because there's a new movie coming out on May 17 all about imaginary friends. It's called IF, which stands for Imaginary Friends. Pretty cool, am I right? IF is so much fun with lovable fuzzy giants and bright new galaxies. It stars Kaylee Fleming as B, a girl who discovers that she can see everyone else's ifs. Meanwhile, Cal, played by Ryan Reynolds, can also see ifs. Together, they team up and go on a magical adventure to reconnect forgotten ifs with their kids. If is from the brilliant mind of writer-director John Krasinski. It also stars John Krasinski, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Maya Rudolph, Jon Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Emily Blunt, Aquafina, and Steve Carell, just to name a few. It celebrates the incredible power of curiosity and creativity, and it's definitely a laugh-out-loud adventure for the whole family. IF comes out in theaters starting May 17th and is guaranteed to knock your socks off. What? Oh, Penelope says she wears two pairs of socks at all times. Also, that imaginary friends get limitless refills on popcorn. So join us in the theater on May 17. Bring your imaginary friends, too. Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right. You can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Now, 
a Chinese feminist whose fight for equality made her a national hero. Chu Jin. Once, a girl named Chu Jin followed her father's orders and married a wealthy merchant whom she didn't love. Unsurprisingly, theirs was not a happy marriage. That man is worse than an animal. He treats me as less than nothing, Chu Jin wrote. She dreamt of becoming a famous poet, but her husband made fun of her and told her she'd never reach her goals. At that time, China was evolving from an empire ruled by a dynasty into a republic run by the people. Every day, revolutionary groups were formed and underground newspapers spread new ideas about the future of the country. Chu Jin wanted to be part of this transformation, so she left her abusive husband and moved to Japan. There, she educated herself about women's rights, and she learned that the ancient practice of foot binding was hurting millions of Chinese girls. When she returned home, Chu Jin founded the Chinese Women's Journal. She also began encouraging women to overthrow the Qing Dynasty. With all my heart, she wrote, I beseech and beg my 200 million countrywomen to assume their responsibility as citizens. Arise, arise, Chinese women, arise. Chu Jin opened a school that was supposed to train sports teachers, but actually trained revolutionaries. She was warned that government officials were on their way to arrest her, yet she refused to run away. I'm willing to die for the cause, she said. She was executed, but she became a national hero and a symbol of women's independence in China and all over the world. Our final story is of a woman from Guatemala who refused to step aside when her people weren't being treated right. Lupe Gonzalo Every mile of the long, difficult journey from Guatemala to the United States, Lupe thought of her children back home. She missed them terribly, but hoped that the money she would earn as a migrant worker in the United States could give them a better life. Lupe found work picking fruits and vegetables in Amacali, Florida. She spent hours in the fields lugging heavy baskets of tomatoes and peppers in temperatures well over 100 degrees. But even after filling baskets all day, she earned only enough to pay for food and a bed in a crowded trailer. Worse than the labor was the way she and other women workers were treated. Sometimes employers refused to pay them. Sometimes they touched Lupe and her fellow workers in ways that made them angry, afraid, and uncomfortable. They said ugly things to them and abused them. Lupe knew she and the other workers deserved to be treated with respect. One day, she decided she could be silent no longer. She helped start a project called the Fair Food Program. This program asked grocery stores and restaurants to buy food only from farms that paid workers fairly and gave them safe and healthy working conditions. Thanks to Lupe and her fellow organizers, 
some of the biggest food companies in the world have committed to the FAIR food program, and countless workers' lives are better. So, did you figure out the connection? Think for a moment. What did all these women from all over the world and all throughout history have in common? They were all leaders. They inspired people to work hard, to think differently, and to treat each other with more respect. They are connected by this, their common drive to make the world a better place. The Rebel Girls Bond is strong, and we wish you dreams full of inspiration. This podcast is a production of Rebel Girls. It's based on the book series Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls. This story was produced by Robin Lai with sound design and mixing by Craig Billmeyer and Robin Lai. It was written by Katie Spranger. Fact-checking by Joe Radigan. Narration by Erika Durham. Original theme music was composed and performed by Elettra Barjaki. Thank you to the whole Rebel Girls team who make this podcast possible. Stay Rebel. Thanks for listening to this episode, Rebels. Did you know there's a whole world of Rebel Girls to explore? Go to rebelgirls.com slash more to check out our latest books, t-shirts, crafting kits, and, well, more. Visit rebelgirls.com slash more. Until next time, stay Rebel. The Poor Knight, a fantasy musical podcast suitable for all ages, brought to you by Fool and Scholar Productions. Follow Nathaniel the Poor Knight and the friends he meets along his journey as he's bitten by a wereman and must break the curse before the full moon. Listen to The Poor Knight wherever you get your podcasts or learn more at foolandscholar.com. Where'd you get